Welcome everybody. This is Mills, and you're back on the Lookout, the Lookout Podcast <laughs> on the RNC Radio Network. And um, this is episode three. So if you tune in for the last two episodes, shout out to you because this has been going strong and this has been going cool. And I really wanted to do this for a very long time, as I've told you. My guest is in the corner. He's trying to sit muffle, but you know, what? I'll, I'll turn your mic off. Um, <laughs> Um, we have a special guest in the building, and this guest is someone who I've talked about Dragon Ball with probably since the dawn of time. I don't know, not the dawn of time, but the dawn at least of our friendship, which is like a very long time ago. Um, we talked about, we're talking about Dragon Ball. <laughs> no, I'm distracted by you turning like Instagram thing on. I'm distracted. <laughs> I'm distracted. But I got my boy Flash here. Flash catch him. Hey y'all! If you have, hey. if you probably likely heard if you've listened to any podcast I've been on, which is like the Two Bells podcast, and you know who exactly who. He is. Um, other than that, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Instagram Live is crazy. Um, Flash, how you been? Um, well, I've been uh fiddling around with this Instagram Live thing, but um, it's not really working out too well. But however, I've been uh, I've been pretty okay. I've been, been pretty, pretty good. Like pretty we, uh future, you know, future looking looking pretty bright. I'm very anxious. I think um we've been watching. Listen, since we've been friends, we've been watching Dragon Ball Z. We've been watching Dragon Ball Z since before we've been friends. When what's your first memory of Dragon Ball? Just in general, just like Dragon Ball. Is it Z? Is it Dragon Ball? Is it the manga? Like what is it? What's your mm. first memory of Dragon Ball? I have to say my first memory of Dragon Ball slash the company federation thing of a jig. Oh, it's a company. Come on. Toei Animation, Funimation, Akira Toyama. Like, come on. It's, it's the a, same it's, thing. it's a lot, it's, man. It's it's a lot because I feel like it's a lifestyle. It became a culture. So um I but to answer the question, I wanna say my first memory of it has to be in middle school. Middle school, yes. Middle, middle school. school, yes. Middle school. I'll wow. Say middle school. All right. So let's I'll talk about middle it. School. Middle school. What do you, what's your first thing you remember? What's like the most? Uh, Dragon Ball Z has like iconic drawings and iconic. I, I think that, I think that's what it was for me because so what was yeah, it? I, I think it was definitely uh, the art style. So when I was younger, I was always drawing as as I do now. And we were drawing, you were drawing <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Like, I was definitely drawing the Dragon Ball Z characters. I used because to go to the have... library and print out the pictures and draw them. You actually had better Dragon Ball Z characters than me. No. No, right, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. No, right. no, you had better characters than I did. I always just made nice details. No. <laughs> like, your characters okay. always look just like that. I'm like, yo, no. I didn't do that, man. Um, I like... mean, the nose is whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you did. You did in you class. You know what's the weird part about drawing Dragon Ball shit? It's like, do you draw the face first or do you draw the eyes? Draw the hair. You draw the hair first? Yeah. You draw the hair first. I always like, all right, facial structure, I put on some hair and then I fit in the eyes. But when I was younger, I draw the hair first. And that's why it never came out that good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> I, so I've always used to draw them. I used to make up my own characters. It'd be like a mixture. I probably made up characters that are featured in this fucking tournament. I'm pretty sure. Like some like Piccolo with gloves. Like <laughs> them, I hate them Piccolo so much. Nick, I hate Piccolo those universe sticks and the Mechian so fucking much. Cause they have gloves. It's so backwards, bro. Like I hate them so much. I don't hate them. I I like them because they're, they're like uh uh I've I've seen a lot of animes that do that. They have like um like a brother or kin kin like um to someone that to, to a character that's already existing right and then have them on a different team but just a, a distant team that they, that they never seen never heard of you know what 
let's begin. So the tournament, the tournament of power. We've reached this far by now. Mm-hmm. Um, last episode, we ended off. They just recruited Frieza. To me, one of the like highlight moments, just because in just the chemistry between Goku and Frieza is just like it's reached this new level now where you can tell there's clearly respect for each other. But Frieza is the most despicable person on earth, and Goku knows it. But he also likes the thrill of fighting people very, very strong. So it's also very enticing to him to have him there just to measure how how strong he is. In my opinion, I like the dynamic of Frieza on the team because no one has it worse than Vegeta. Mm. Because Frieza's the guy that kind of ended the damn planet. So we talked about (laughs) Frieza's the guy who ended it. Go, just going from the beginning where Goku's fighting Beerus to the Universe 6 tournament. And that was like two sagas before the actual tournament of power actually came to fruition. Like, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just something, you know, to keep together. But we, we're here. Um, tournament of power. All the universes are showing up. It's getting real spicy. People are talking real crazy. We see this nice little moment between, um, not nice little moment, but there's this moment between Frost and Frieza where there's just like. Man, look. I think they looked at each other and they they didn't say, hey, I like you. I like you. They were just like, oh, I can't wait to fuck you over. I can't wait to fuck you over. <laughs> they were like, yo, if you can, if you want to, you know, we can team up if you want to. Mm, yes, I would love to team up. Who love? Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Very spicy. Very spicy. The first moment they decide. It's like, it's like Prince meeting his clone. How do you feel, like, how do you feel about no flying? The no fly zone. I was fine not- with that. Because you kind of, you don't even notice it I was fine with that because if, if you're fighting like a dragon-like person, then it makes sense that they have wings and they would they would be the ones flying and you're not. Right. Um, um, it tested the, the ability of the fighters as well. So I was fine with that. So just not to escape. So it's, it's 48 yeah, I, minutes I, I, long. I was totally apparently. fine with that. They talk about the rules. There's no flying. Um, and then sort of the tournament begins and it's just a lot of explosions. And, yeah. And I, Goku's just like, fuck yeah. And Gohan's like, yo, we made this plan. We're all sticking together, right? Immediately, Goku walks off. Vegeta walks off. The androids walk off. Frieza walks off. And it's just like the five lower tier guys. I wouldn't call them the lower tier. They're kind of lower tier. I'm not even going to hold you. Between Roshi, Piccolo, Tien, Gohan, um, and Krillin. Okay. (laughs) Literally, the tier below, they have no... Besides Gohan, they have no transformations. There's no... The first, I guess, little arc that we get is kind of this Krillin story. Um, The story of, like, Krillin and Android 18, or at least Krillin himself trying to prove that he is worth something in this tournament. He eliminates one person. Um, He goes against this guy, and he, he has to fight with Android 18. And it's the first time we see really them. Well, not the first time. They they sort of hinted to that before the tournament. But we see them sort of get in this role where one has each other's back. Android 18 almost gets eliminated. Krillin saves her. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go back and forth and have this like amazing technique where they volley the energy between one another. I like that. I thought it was cool. I think I, I think they I think playing off their marriage is, is uh pretty and it's something that's pretty dope actually. Probably never been done in Dragon Ball. I think like there was a Goku Chi Chi moment. I was gonna say that. I was like, that was a Goku Chi Chi. There's a Goku Chi Chi. There was a Gohan Vidal moment. She was say a man too. She was. She was. She wasn't say a woman. She was say a man too. The, right. <laughs> <laughs> but this is probably the best um, display of it entirely of just like, yo, the, the, the chemistry they have with one another in terms of getting things across. How do you feel like Krillin does in this sort of tournament? Krillin, he's eliminated pretty early. 
in my opinion, Krillin, Krillin himself does not really have to prove anything because he, he is the strongest is. human. Right. Period. But however, uh, I think he did pretty well in the tournament. I think I think he actually outlasted my expectations. I thought he was going to get eliminated like way early. Yeah. Uh, he did pretty well. He lasts a few episodes. Yeah. Um, does fairly well. The first mm-hmm. person eliminated. The first person in Universe 7 eliminated. The next one is, I guess, Universe 9. Universe 9 is someone who in the previous, in, in this sort of tournament, and probably a couple of 20 years ago or so, Universe 9, they had the Danger Trio. Oh my boys! The they, danger they, they trio, cool. the I, spice rack. I like if you them. Call them. I call them the spice wolves. They're, they're the spice rack. The ba- basil, lavender, bergamo. Um, they are out for retribution. They're just like, yeah, you're the reason why they got the ass whooped the first time, so they had to come back. <laughs> they, they're the reason why we're in this tournament. They're the reason why. Um, they got their ass whooped initially, pretty clean. Wiped the well. I don't know. Goku kind of. Gohan kind of actually failed. Yeah. He got poisoned. They both went to a draw, but they're just like, "Yo, we're out to get for we're out for blood." So they all, um, Basil, Lavender, and Bergama go for Goku, which is, I guess, everyone is at this point. And I'd say the beginning few episodes of this entire arc is just like Universe Seven is probably Public Enemy Number One because they're the reason, and especially Goku, because Goku's one of the strongest beings out of all these people here. He's proven it against various other universes. He's outlasted a lot. He's fought a lot. He's won. The Lavender Trio, simply, they want him out. To me, I thought their design was really, really, um, I thought their design was really on point, because mm-hmm. I, I already have an affectionate for designs for wolves anyway, mm-hmm. period. But once I saw them, I was like, you know what? We haven't had wolves like this. I was like in a while. I was like most of the wolves we had were like just really uh rugged, rough, right, rough. Wolf. I was like I was like okay, they have some personality to them. They got they got some they got some kick to them. They they got some fight. So they're all triple teaming Goku, and they're getting the best of. And them. they act like a pack. Yeah, which, really, they, which I thought uh, played to the characters. So I thought it was good. They they're all triple teaming Goku, and at some point Vegeta's like this fucking guy Goku. But Vegeta's, Vegeta know his role. He know that is his role. What do you mean? That is his role. What is his role? His role is stay on the side, let Goku wild out because he's so happy. Mm-hmm. And then when Goku's too happy, he slips <laughs> up and then you come in and be like, Kakarot, stop. And then you start wilding out. That's so essentially what happens. Because Vegeta comes in and he's just like... He, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. <laughs> Like they they will they will rock paper scissors for who to fight and right. still do the same exact thing. Vegeta shows up. He's like, "Listen, you're fucking up. I'm gonna come in and step in. And I'm gonna defeat these three. Um, they create a barrier, and it's a it's essentially one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's a ten on two, a ten on two battle between Goku and Vegeta and the rest of this universe. And it's a it's something where it shows how much of a force they are as a duo. Because I think everyone came in this tournament like, I'm going to prove I'm the strongest. Mm-hmm. Out of Universe 7, they are. I'm going to prove I'm the strongest. I'm going to eliminate everybody. I'm going to be the one who wins the Super Dragon Balls. I'm going to be the one who wins the tournament. And Vegeta, they realize at this point that the sum of the, you know, the sum of the sides is better than the two, the two sides or however fucking Pythagorean theorem works. They go in. They find one moment. There's one moment where essentially they slip up. And I think it's something where they thought they have um, Vegeta because they freeze his arm. One of the guys is, has ice powers. You just randomly. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, stinking ice One power. of the guys has ice powers. Think they're going to slow them down. It's like, oh, not only we freeze you, we freeze you to the bone. And it's like, okay, all right. I guess. Um, <laughs> 
And there's one slip up, and essentially that's where they started falling like dominoes. And the the trio essentially you you see we see the sheet they're all eliminated the same episode episode 98 there's a bunny rabbit for some i don't know they essentially they get knocked off by the combination of goku and vegeta um universe 9 is the first universe eliminated from this tournament it's pretty grim in terms of everyone having that sort of realization that this is real and universes will be erased and not only just erased like King, they're like, I can't feel the energy of Universe Nine at all. Like, I can't feel. Oh their, yeah, oh, I can't yeah. feel anything. There's nothing there, and just everything. I don't. I don't think there was anything to doubt about that. I mean, we already know how passively Zeno's future Zeno, 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 future Zeno, and all the angels. Yes. How do you feel about the angels? I, I assume you have an I, idea. I love the angels. What do you feel about I the angels? I love their role. Their because, role is amazing. Because their role is amazing. There's a, there's a little bit of a like it's untrustworthy to me. They're kind of like untrustworthy. It's not that they're untrustworthy. Uh, to me, it's more so that they kind of are built with that sense of like sadism inside themselves. That's mm. what it seems like. It seems like they all have that evil, not an evil side, but like a a very very aggressive. Well, let's kill this. Let's. It's that sense of a uh, inhumane. You mm. have an inhumane sense. I think. I feel like the angels necessarily they're there, but also they have no strong attachment to that. They're they're attached to the universe. They're not, but but they're not. They're they're more attached to their role in the universe. Yeah, and not necessarily the universe is how I see it. Um, this is the, so it's the first time universe nine is eliminated. And this is like the first, it was like the first heavy moment of this entire series. It was heavy, but, because, you, but yay. Bye-bye. Yeah. Because the, everyone's just like, wow, this is real. So this is a fight for survival. And I think that what turns everybody, um, on their, on their heads in terms of just like, yo, how do we, how, we've got to fight for their, our lives at this point. Um, this brings up the next little arc, and I think you probably will enjoy this. The intro, the the sort of expansion of Kale and Khalifa, and the two Saiyans from you Clad- call her Khalifa, Khalifa, <laughs> with Khalifa, <laughs> Khalifa. I I don't know. I feel like I'm yeah. I feel like I'm in Black Panther every time. Khalifa. It's cool. Um, <laughs> but they're the two Saiyans from Planet Sadla, Sadala. Um, I thought it was interesting that they introduced the Saiyans on this universe mm. because uh, they have a lot in common with uh, Universe Seven. With, with Universe Seven, except universe. the fact that Planet Vegeta is gone and gone and gone and gone, and Planet Sadala is like here, and it's and I think the re- major reason why is because they haven't gone as much through as much turmoil as. Agreed. Universe Seven does because <clears throat> Universe Seven saying they were built to be warriors and and these guys are too, but they seem to be much more saviors of their universe. Yeah, they're not like taking over planets or assassins. Or, yeah, or, or something or along those crazy. lines. They're not going through that. Um, I don't think anyone realizes the untapped potential of them, so no one finds them as a threat. Like we see them in the earlier part of the saga, and it was Kaba who was talking about Frost and how they've worked together. All right, with Kaba, Kaba to me is like Young Trunks. Mm. Vegeta's son. Vegeta's son, Young Trunks. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're really, really strong for a kid. That's dope. Mm. You're not that strong, though. Oh, he's not. 
But they, it's easy why they're not that. Strong. But however, but they are. I think they're. But I knew that once they introduced, um, once they introduced cauliflower, Khalifa, Khalifa, excuse <laughs> me, Khalifa. Once they introduced her and Kale, I knew that, um, that their stories were deeper and that they that they would be stronger, mm-hmm. like by a, a huge margin. Yeah, uh, just from the way that Khalifa was um, set up. Mm-hmm. Like how they introduced her, how she almost she almost looked like like a, like an abandoned pirate yeah. that's been pirate pirating like yeah. the the planet. So I was like, oh, like this girl been through some. She's she's some been fights. through some shit. She was trained she was by one fight. of the top people. Yeah. Top like, so she been through some Sadala. fights. So it's cool. Um, um, Kale was like just the meeker version of it. How do you Kale, how do you feel about Kale? Kale, ha- Kale Kale has a whole Kale. I think Kale needs a whole episode because of, because Kale's existence is writing off. The existence of a uh, anti a uh, character who's in the void, mm, just not mentioned in the series. That's why it is in the void, and that's, they, why, that's it, why it's written off now, in it, my opinion. In in the mind, they make sure not to say they didn't. They had no mention of anything, right? Of it, and because they call <clears> it, they don't call it necessarily legendary. Yeah, they don't call it legendary super. Which Saiyan. is fine. They don't mention Goku's not like I've seen this before. That, that's, and Vegeta, that's my point. Vegeta, Vegeta says, he got a look. You know, he had Vegeta a look. says that that bitch like the legendary Super Saiyan. I don't know if you should touch her. To me, him saying it too didn't really. It didn't really go. Hey, we seen that. Goku. No, we seen that before, dude. Right, like, right. He didn't do it like that. He like yo, Goku. You remember this? They call I it. This. This is the, I got created her berserker form, which is fine. Yes, which is totally fine. So, but I do believe that the existence of it here. Mm-hmm. Means it do not exist. Period. Mm. So it is. What do you mean? What do you mean? I, non-canon. Non-canon. Like, what? Like she's canon. Makes, she was there. No, no. Her. She's canon. She's canon. Brawley's obviously non-canon. Brawley's non-canon. For anyone that was ever questioned. So about. all right. So we got the confirmation now that <laughs> yeah. Brawley is non-canon. He's non-canon. We've for never seen one in the series. For, for anyone that ever was questioning, it, cooler. Oh, who are you? Because he has Brawley. He's still. He's still in the game. Yeah. He's still in the games. He's still in the movies. So like. So it's not like he. It's not like he just suddenly just disappeared. No, yeah. he still exists. But if you're ever wondering if he is canon or not, because of Kale's existence, he obviously is non-canon, mm-hmm. period. And they proved that throughout the show. They left the show real flat on the episode. They left it real flat so you know. You were like, oh, so that's Kale. Yeah. Okay. The first time she transforms, she they can't stop her until eventually she kind of just tires herself out. That's like, the, that's like the usual. That's like the usual uh I burst open there's mm-hmm. all this energy. I don't know how to hold it. Uh somebody somebody help me. Right. Um Goku comes fl- come face to face with Kalifa. And I think I, we're trying to figure out are they the counterparts to each other in universe six. So last episode we had all right my boy Jeff shout out to Jeff said Kalifa is Goku's counterpart in universe in universe six. I said that Hit is his counterpart. But we're not sure. I'm saying because it was the strongest in the universe. Hit is the strongest in universe six. If you have to think counterparts, then it has to be completely opposites, no? Yeah. So if it's completely opposite, Hit would be more. I think Hit would be. I don't I know. It would be. But it's, I mean, I think it's just basically because of. It's because the... Goku's necessarily not good, not bad, but he, but he does his thing and he he's righteous about what he does. Mm-hmm. Hit, he's not necessarily good or bad, but he's not necessarily righteous. About and he's what he committed does. to becoming stronger. But I think Khalifa is as well. When she realizes that, oh, I can become stronger, there's a she she didn't know what Super Saiyan was. She was just strong on her own. She was just like, yo, I'm kicking ass on my own. She didn't know what Super Saiyan was. I'm be honest, Universe Six is hilarious to me, period. Why? 
Uh, first of all, because they got that big ass Pooh Bear. <laughs> Batamo, the, the Batamo <laughs> shirt. I don't no know. Pants. I don't know who shirt. No pants. I don't know shoes. who they thought. <laughs> who they thought they were fooling? Shirt, wristband, shoes. When, when no they pants. put up Pooh, a bigger version of Pooh Bear up there, and I was like, "All right, cool, whatever." Then they had the Tin Man, and he was a lot. He was a lot because he couldn't take critique. <laughs> he couldn't take constructive Majetta. criticism very well. Yeah, that, that was see that that was man weird. That was weird to me too. I was you know like, what? I think it's funny. I, I think it's, funny, it's like, like Dragon Ball, Ball funny. It, but yes, agreed. It had it had to be Dragon Ball funny though, because the writer wanted to add the elements of Dragon that comedy element within Dragon Ball mm-hmm. into the new Dragon Ball series, which right. was this. I think um the I wasn't I like Hit. I'm really mad he left so early. I really wanted Goku to be the one to eliminate him. Sure. But I also wanted him to team up and I didn't know Jiren was about to Give him go well, off well, niggas, give him hell. Well, yeah, Listen. well, things happen. And I I I don't like Frost. Mm-hmm. Fro- Frost was never a thing for me. Frost was never Frost was like Frost was like a bad snake to me. Right. Um Goku comes face to face with Khalifa. They have this little battle. They're both intrigued by each other. Um because Goku has never seen a girl saying Don't don't Gohan got a daughter. Gohan has a daughter. I guess. Yeah. I guess you could kind of count it. Yeah. Um, but I guess he never seen the female just, super. Yeah. Never seen the female, female super. Super Saiyan. Never seen you. the female super. And the sort of the rage of being ignored because Khalif was just essentially just like, I want to fight Goku. Kale, can you just chill out for a second? Brings her out her berserker form and she goes completely berserk. Not even Goku and Super Saiyan God can stop her in this form because it's just, the, it's just the energy that's unlimited. It's unlimited. It's unmitigated. It's something that's like there's a they describe it as sort of a deep pool of just like energy. I think the funny thing about Cauliflower and Kale is that uh they had this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um we in anime we call it the the Oni Chan. Do tell. <laughs> Do we tell. call it the Oni Chan because a lot of animes they have this popular theme of having like young teenage or even younger or even older um women who have like brothers who are like amazing mm-hmm. or even they're not amazing but the entire anime all she's screaming throughout the anime is onichan 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 <laughs> cuz she really really loves the brother mm-hmm. but like the love the thin line between like you know it looking kind of creepy and yeah. it being like love is obviously always crossing over within the anime because of how much she expresses it mm-hmm. throughout the entire anime so we call it onichan's and Kale definitely had some moments where she was just cauliflower, cauliflower, but cauliflower. Right. And and the moment and the <clears throat> only person who ends up stopping Kale's madness, because she goes out, she's she ends up eliminating a couple people just off the strength of just like this attack that just like bursts everywhere. Only person that stops her who steps in is Jiren. Jiren shoots her with one blast, knocks her out, almost knocks her out of the tournament, but um cauliflower saves her and Goku's intrigued. That bug-eyed freak. Um, I don't like him. We get a nice little um, sort of Universe 6 and Universe 7 against the Pride Troopers of Universe 11. Um, Which I thought was dope. I thought it was dope in the sense of, I guess, character development for both Kale and Khalifa. Mm-hmm. Um, Goku does his thing, but eventually he's kind of like, 
Mm-hmm. First of all, we first of all we had to get that cyber commander nigga out of here. All right, so we <laughs> had to get that cyber commander nigga out of here. I was like, yo, get this nigga out of here. First, I wanted, to, I don't know who he was. Oh my god, this dude with the the, the shit on his face, that frog dude. Yeah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Zore, who's like power is just like I make tiny tornadoes. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. I was like, yeah, man. Tupper like, is like I can change my weight. Tupperware. <laughs> I can change so he turns in the rock and then he's just like I can get change him out of there. Um get and Coco Wet is like I I make tiny little, you know, universes. Oh, oh yeah, she was out of there too. She what she was out of there at the same so, time. Right. So out, out, out. Like Tupper gets eliminated by Android 18. I don't know. She just picks him up and just throws him out. It's pretty simple. It's pretty <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I can change my um <laughs> actually like Android 18, so it's cool. Cocoette created dimensional barriers. So Universe 7 isn't able to sort of get involved in their battle with Universe 6. They really want to get Universe 6, the Saiyans, out. Those two Saiyans. Um, once one of them is eliminated, they all get together. And it's like, yo, we got to get together and sort of eliminate these two. And Kale learns to control her berserk Saiyaness and turns into just you know, regular Super Saiyan with kind of green hair. It's still a hint of legendary, but it's also it's, 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 it's unique. Still- it's like uh, how how I would describe it is uh, Brawly kind of had like he had more than one form in a sense. Yeah, I think he had a regular. Super he had a Saiyan he had a regular form. he had a regular super Saiyan, he had a regular form which was his black hair, mm-hmm. and then he had the super with the with the uh with the amulet on his head because mm-hmm. the amulet was um was uh sort of his, holding yeah, his, yeah, yeah, holding his power right. So so in a sense that would be her version. Yeah, in my opinion, with the amulet. I think she, head. yeah, but she, I think she was able to control it without the amulet. Yeah, that, that's all. It's, it's just, just missing the amulet, right? So they eventually, there's this great big thing about like trust and strength, and you know, between both of them and sisterhood and all this other stuff. It's like, yes, you finally embrace your inner strength, and they both come and they have this big ass strong ass beam, and they decide to blow the fucking universe, um, universe eleven to the moon. And they eliminate one, two, three, four of them all at once. And Android 18 says, I'm going to wipe the floor with Cocoette. Um, and Universal, Universe 11 is now down to four, you know, four people. Previously thought is one of the strongest universe. The next little arc was the Maidens of Love. Oh. The Maidens of Universe 2, who everyone loves. They're the three... And Rosie was the worst, man. Rosie, <laughs> Rosie was. Well, you know why Rosie was the worst? Yeah, well, what the fuck is that it. on her head? <laughs> let's talk about it. So what the, the, the maidens of head? love, they decide. You know, we're gonna we're gonna rep, we're gonna do our transformations in front of everybody. And I, the only reason I like Universe Two is because they're obviously like a satirical take on yes, anime. They are like a satirical like they got the Sailor Moon, they Sailor got the, Moon, they, they got it all, but. And but the funny thing is that they turn into like these forms that are just like you would think they're more beautiful, but they're not. They're not. Well, actually, I thought that was a good thing. I, they pulled the Zarbon. Mm. That's how I saw it. I saw it like, wow, they pulled Zarbons on us just now. Maybe they're from the planet of Zarbons. <laughs> I was like, when they pulled Zarbons on us, well, that's pretty dope. Um, so Brienne changes into Rebrian, a large woman. Um, she was still pretty like that. She, uh, <laughs> yes. She was. Um, Compared to the other ones, they were they were not nice. Sue Royas turns into Rosie, and Senka Cool turns into Kakunsa. Rosie is super fast, and this isn't. This is, there's like eight people who are like super fast in this tournament. She looks like she got on pajamas. She looks like she went to bed. Um, <laughs> 
And Kakunsa is like this primal fighter, this like this beast fighter. I liked her. Um, I liked her. I liked her vibe. During the middle of this transformation, Android Seventeen just shoots at him, and he's just like, "What are we standing here? This is a tournament." It just breaks the sort of monotony of it all. It's a cool, funny moment. That's why I saw it as it's like a full, fu- cool, funny moment. Uh, Somebody let them uh, let them finish transforming. Like, let them finish. Tapo, Tapo was like, "Listen." Yo, you gotta let these beautiful maidens who, over here transform. Who cares about Topo, man? Who cares? Uh, Nobody cares about Topo. Um, Topo, so annoying. Topo's like Topo's like, Topo's like the old general mm-hmm. with the cigarettes, who's like, "I'm not doing no more wars, man." Right? We got, we got one more, man. We got one more. Listen, one more. I'm sure they don't want to do this, but they're forced to do this. But um, there's a great battle between Kakunsa and Android 17. And in this battle, we fully get to know, I guess, how great. And my, we call him OP. Yeah, OP. Android 17. He's OP. But we get to n- learn how great Android 17 is. Android 17, you don't have to go too far. Okay. You don't have to go too far because I'm... Android 17 is someone who lasts very long in this tournament. He does. Um, but Android 17. Great fighter. Proves not only that he's a great fighter, he's a smart fighter. He's adaptive. He's adaptive. He's someone who knows survival because he's lived in the woods for so long. That's that's another thing too. He lived out in them, them damn woods for so damn long. I was like, yo, man, you probably been out with all these animals. Probably been fighting all these poachers and all that other stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, how you learn to learn to survive. So learn at the bottom line because he is an android, right? Which gives him smarts, but doesn't really give them uh, applicability, right? And but him living on on the in the forest land so long does give him applicability. He has this great moment of battle with speed with her where they're just shooting and darting around and then um, he makes this sort of giant ball of energy and stands on it and then blows him off. Blows um, Rosie off and Rosie is eliminated. I was very, very shocked when he did that because I know the Android barrier for all my life. Mm -hmm. Not all my life. Oh, mostly. Sorry, Kakunsa is eliminated by um, Android 17. It's fine. I think the um, the Android barrier became a big, big, big tool within this entire tournament, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because the Android barrier is it's only just supposedly it was just like a barrier of energy that either pushed people away, mm-hmm. kept you okay, whatever right. the case was. But like it's becoming a little more versatile with, I like it, with it. it blowing up, him standing on it, and then him doing other things. I as like well. how frequently he uses it because why wouldn't you? I love how I love how frequently he uses like, it. Like it's something there is like it's not like Goku using Kamehameha all the time, but it kinda is. Because if go if Goku was just that nigga used that shit all the time. All the- <laughs> that nigga got nothing else. I'm like, yo, my nigga, you don't got shit. He be blocking shit with the Kamehameha. Like, how do you feel about Rebrian through this entire sort of series? Because she is a prolonged character. That is introduced early and lasts a pretty good amount of time. But I think most fans find her annoying as shit. I like her character, but at the same time, it feels sometimes just out of place yeah. for this type of tournament. But it's it's fine. It's different. There's a you get she 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 wanna... would be if they didn't have the filler episode for a Raleigh Chan. After this, we get sort of Gohan. But anywho, how do yeah. you feel about Gohan in this tournament? Not the way it sort of ends for Gohan, but essentially his role in this tournament. He was picked as the leader of Universe 7, but never really is the actual leader of the tournament. I expected that. Did you ever feel like um, at the point war, where, no. where he would sort of fulfill something and become... But he did fulfill it. Mm, what do you mean? Go he, ahead. He kept the team 
on the map for mm-hmm. the longest. Mm-hmm. That, that was his goal. His goal was to lead the team. Yes, yes, he has to lead them to victory, but he led them to the best, most optimal point of victory, right. in my opinion. Um, I, in the an, personal another... development of him, though, I think it's kind of... It's always been shaking, I guess, through this entire Dragon Ball Super. It's just him dealing with his anxiety. That's all it really is. It's just Dragon Ball Super, but I feel like... I don't know if everyone's still holding on to Super Saiyan 2 and the Cell Saga. Super Saiyan 2 in terms of just, like, how amazing that was. And it's one of the most amazing transformations in the show. And it's up on par. It's probably... Between Goku originally turned Super Saiyan and Gohan turned Super Saiyan 2. He was just OP for that arc. I think we have to realize that. Mm. He was just OP for that arc, and that is fine. He like It's not that he got weaker. It's just that he was OP for that arc. For that arc, he was that strong. Mm-hmm. Now we move on, and he we grew. He grew into his power, but obviously he, has, but he hasn't been polishing his fighting skills and right. things like that. He hasn't been polishing his intuition and things like that. So Gohan is tested mm-hmm. with um, Batamo. Um, he's tested against him in terms of just like how he de- defeat him and he defeats him in a funny way, just keep punching up and he can't really do anything about it. And Batama gets knocked off. Um, but Gohan is also tested. Um, he beat a poo. Yeah. He beat poo up. Gohan and Piccolo are tested against universes, tens, Obuni and Rubalt. Like I, I, those are the two Wakandan guys I was talking about. Um, Rubalt and Obani. And they're the last two surviving from universe seven at some point in this entire tournament, universe seven, um, well, Universe 10, at least, a lot of them were wiped out. And they're pretty pretty forgettable universe. Yeah, um, like they've been drawn that way. Yeah, the 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 Kai is someone we remember from um, the Future Trunk Saga. What was his name again? Oh, Gawasu. Gawasu. So Gawasu um, is the Supreme Kai of that universe. We previously saw him. Um, and they fight against him. Piccolo diminishes, gets Ruball out the paint pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm. In my opinion, you know, P- Piccolo's that nigga, so Piccolo's gonna do. He gonna do that thing. Gohan has a little bit of trouble against Ubani because Obani, Ob- Obuni, 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 Obuni. Yeah, that's definitely Obuni. <laughs> As a couple, it's trouble against him because he's able to displace um, his energy away from where he's fighting. So Gohan's too accustomed to fighting, like sort of sensing energy. But the energy is displaced somewhere else, so he isn't able to read his movement somehow. Okay. But um, Gohan eventually decides, like, yo, I've, I've actually, you know, you know, I've got this under control. And once he adapts to it, he eliminates him. And then there's this moment again where Universe 10 is now eliminated. Um, the amulet of Ubani falls off. Ubuni. Ubuni. You see his, you see Ubuni, his wife, and his kid. And Gohan sort of looks at it. And I think he sort of looks at his own family, which is Gohan, his wife, and his kid, and sees that he's eliminated someone. It's kind of like the casualty of war, kind of. Yeah. Where he's just like, it's kind of coping that you're the reason, you've kind of like destroyed something that's sort of similar to your own. And sort of um, personalizing it in a way where it's just like, I see he was just a guy with a family. Just like I was. Just like I was. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, to me, I thought it was very interesting just because it was like, it's something that Dragon Ball never really truly talks about. 
talks about like, yo, we're destroying these guys, but these guys also like have universes. They also have these things. They, go in my to. opinion, most of them, most of the villains before, they didn't really have families like that. I mean, Boo had a family, but like it was just a bunch of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a bunch of him, right? I mean, we see <laughs> we see this with um with Boo in the Boo saga when the the robbers kill B the dog. And oh, okay, he sort of yeah. personalized that, and he was just like, "Yo, I've grown, you know, attachment to this dog, and now it can't." That's right. That's right. So it's kind of like that, but it was kind of like a human moment in Dragon Ball, yeah, where things are very like fight, fight, zaps, boom, boom, laser through chest. Don't Always. forget, I think Vegeta has given us a lot of these human moments lately. Yeah, it's weird within Super. Within he's, Super, definitely. he's gave us a lot of the human, a lot of the human aspect of a lot. Um, he definitely rode the train with Trunks. Uh-huh. Chunks eating the ice cream and him just you know, yeah. like, you know he's holding the baby. Uh-huh. He's, he's like, look, I'm not going to motherfucker torment. I got a child on the way. Um, <laughs> so like, so he definitely has a lot of the human moments. This next one is probably my favorite, one of my favorite moments of this entire tournament, and it's the super speed battle between um, Dicebo and Hit. And okay, and, that was good. Boy. And so. Dicebo is a person from Universe um, Universe 11. He lasts pretty long. But I think probably beyond no... I think everyone with super speed talks really cash shit. Like, they talk a lot of shit. And he's someone who talks a lot of shit through this entire thing. Yeah. And he, eventually he meets up with Frieza. And they're just in this, like, shit-talking sort of... Yeah. We're back and forth. But he talks a lot of shit because he's like, listen, I'm faster than fast. I'm the fastest thing you've ever seen. Like, I'm faster than... Whatever your time skip is, I beat it. And Hit, for the first time, is having trouble because his time skip is, like, virtually unbeatable before he met Goku. It was OP. Um, it's, it's fucking amazing to look at. I love the time skip. I love the animation. I don't. I love... Why, why not? I don't. Why not? It's I, li- I, li- I like it. I like it. But it is too OP. Mm. But, I mean, but, you know, as the tournament goes on, it's like, okay, I feel cool. like it's good diversity. Yeah. Like, it's something that's, like, it shouldn't be possible, but it's also, like, okay, these are the, these are just different powers that people have. And some people are stronger than others. Like, it's better than the guy who pr- plays dead. Yes. <laughs> like, there's a guy who plays <clears throat> dead in this tournament. So It's, it's like, better than the nigga that made little tornadoes, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So, Dicebill comes in, he's faster than fast, and somewhere Hit has to sort of adapt. And it's just, like... Okay, I have to find it. I can't just depend on my time skip. I have to find a way to sort of beat this guy super fast. So he says, "You know what? I'm gonna make." Uh, apparently, it's the ears. It's the it's the rabbit thing of the ears. He can hear when he do, he's able to do a time skip. So, um, hit sort of mimics it and says mimics the movement, but doesn't do the time skip and sort of catches him off guard. So he begins to adapt, and that's when Kunchi comes in. Kunchi's the guy with the sort of explosive spider webs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then there's a cool moment where Goku just shows up as Super Saiyan God. And I love this battle just because it's like a nice little tag team thing, but they're both in it for themselves. It's kind of like this, like... Uh, like a Royal Rumble. It's kind of like a Royal Rumble. I want to say more like um, Strange Bedfellows with Hit and Goku's. People who, they obviously respect one another. Strange what, fellow? Strange Bedfellows. Some Change two what? people who don't like each other occupying is, is, it's a term. Oh my god, it's a term. That's a crazy term. Um, <laughs> um I learned it from wrestling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
so Goku and Hit shows up and Goku decides I'm taking this and you know I'm taking Dispo and blah blah blah. blah. I think it's an amazing battle for the purposes of speed, for the purposes of ingenuity. I think um the forwardness of Goku and the adaptiveness of Hit. I think Hit learning to adapt to different things and becoming stronger that way. We saw it early in the tournament when Goku eventually caught on to the time skip thing. So mm-hmm. Hit had to essentially improve and make his thing stronger, of and course. that's what he did. And I like that for Hit in this sort of tournament because it, it shows that he's continuing to learn. It also shows that um, the time skip is really, really fun and really, really good. Um, Gohan, Goku shows up. Kunchi is just like, oh, I have this web. I have this sort of barrier web. You can't get through it. Goku's like, yes, I can, nigga, and just sort of blasts through it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he eliminates him. Um, I said Goku does the charging star. Um, Hit handles um, Dispo, but Dispo, because there's only three warriors left now in Universe 7, there's only Dispo, Tapo, and Jiren. He retreats. He's just like, listen, we can't lose anybody else. Um, it's way too early in the tournament. This is before the halfway of essentially the tournament. And um, Tapo says, there is no longer good or justice. It's now survival or erasure. And I think that's a good foreshadow to what happens later. Indeed. In the series. Um, Another arc we get is Master Roshi. Master Roshi shows up. How do you feel about the Master Roshi arc? How do you feel about Master Roshi now being engaged in Super after not being engaged in Dragon Ball Z whatsoever? I like it, but then I... This is the second time he's been involved. Because remember, he did the Mafuba. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the second time he's involved. How do you um, feel about them including him, though? I, I, I like that. Like I, I, I like it as, like, you know, you have the OG saw there. That's fine. But um, you know, I also don't like it because... I want Krillin to be the the Master Roshi that that they need, mm. not Master Roshi. But I think it's because Krillin. I think it's it, and the and Master Roshi says that my role in this tournament is not to beat all the strong people. Oh, of course, my role in this tournament is to get all the niggas with weird powers, like weird, you know, goofy. There's a there's a person with the talisman who creates um, who creates sort of uh, illusions. Mm-hmm. So Roshi gets him out, and then there's um, but the evil containment wave. Shout out to evil containment wave. I love, I love the evil containment wave. I think Ma-fu-ba. just the the execution of it leads to so much. Like it doesn't always hit. It's kind of like Time Wizard, like Time Wizard. <laughs> wow. Like Time Wizard doesn't always land on thousand baby dragon. Uh, nah. <laughs> Time Wizard lands on, and sometimes you just asked out, nigga, <laughs> and you lose like four hundred life points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good comparison. Um, so he meets up also with this woman, and there's this problematic thing with Roshi and women, and it's kind of like it's not as fun in 2017 as it was maybe in 1999 just so how things go, but it's kind of like anime, but it's not as fun, just lusting and grabbing and all these other stuff. But he overcomes his lust for women. I mean, that was, he essentially saw that as his only weakness. I think uh, as the time evolved, he evolved as well with the time. And I think the character sort of adapts to the time changing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, time's up, Roshi. Like, it's it's a wrap. Yeah. But, but his, style, his style of anime uh, as a character 
is a prominent character within anime regardless. How do you feel about Goku and Krillin's still very close-knit ties to Roshi? Because Roshi goes against um he goes against uh Ganos. Or every yeah, time he yeah, makes yeah, a yeah, hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. every time he makes a hit, he gets stronger. Mm-hmm. So Roshi's having a hard time with this, and Roshi gets beat down pretty bad. Um, he he unleashes a max power Kamehameha and eliminates him. But Roshi's almost on his deathbed, and he almost is about to die. And Goku, See, lucky we had sons. How's the no? But he isn't eliminated yet. It's the, this is the point where Goku is just like, all right, I'm gonna revive you. Yeah, boom, with this power, but. I like seeing the. I'm, lucky, I'm saying I'm lucky we have, we lucky we have sensor beans in the, in the dugout. Right, we would be when if the tournament finished and we just got eliminated. Once to get sent to the damn bench, we'd be fucking tired. I like, I like <laughs> see, that's true. I like seeing the the ties between Roshi and Krillin <clears throat> and Goku, the master student and the respect they have for him. I, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's prominent. I think I actually like the fact that they um they show a lot. They show a lot for that. They show a lot. I kind of want to talk about the next one, but I really don't want to. You don't have to. We we can always just keep talking. Tien gets eliminated. Uh, why you have to do that? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Well, well, you already said it. So Tien gets eliminated. Tien gets eliminated. Um, let's see. Tien, there's this fighter. This expected. Is, there's this sort of sniper fighter where it's just like, oh shit, I'm shooting lasers. Like Piccolo gets his arm blown off like three times. Like <laughs> that shit is that shit is hilarious wow. every oh my time. God. He's like, go, go, no, gets his arm blown off. And it, it looks like it hurts to bring it back. Um, <laughs> of course it does. Tien splits into four. Each of his, like, clones get knocked off, like, pretty easily until he eliminates the sniper by also eliminating himself. Um, no, he gets eliminated by the sniper, but also takes correct, the sniper correct. down also with him. Also takes the sniper with him. And da 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 um, Roshi comes face-to-face with Frost of Universe 6. Mm-hmm. And there's this incredibly where Roshi's pretty much like outmatched. Um, so he goes for the evil containment wave for the second time. Ma fu, ma. Uh, the evil containment wave misses. Ma fu, and he doesn't get Frost. Oops. But now Frost <laughs> is like, oh, nigga. Evil containment wave. Bad. What the fuck was that? Oh, my God. Right, right, right. I love everyone because it's so scary. You trapping a bottle, nigga. Just throw you off the side like that. Nigga, 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 what the fuck was that? You just put me in a bottle, nigga. You just put me in a handy. Oh shit! You essentially can't <laughs> fight it. Blah blah blah. blah. I, I would be interested if he used it on Jiren and what would happen. Jiren would probably super OP, just like nigga, break like, the fucking handy bottle. Just like, He'll come out drunk like, oh, that was handy, huh? Oh my god! But <laughs> Frost is like, oh, bad. You using this? You know, using this power? I see. I want to use this sort of, I want to manipulate this so I get back Vegeta. And I like this episode just because a bad guy gets the upper hand for the first time in a while, but even though it's like cut off really, really quickly. So essentially, Frost gets the attention of Vegeta and Master Roshi feels like, all right, I have to get Frost out of here before he proves that he's, because it it was essentially a trap because what's his face? The choo-choo guy, Mageta. Um, Choo-choo guy. Choo-choo guy. Magetta comes in and just like, okay, this is a trap. Like, they're out to get Vegeta. Um, I have to get rid of, you know, Magetta, choo-choo guy. And he goes for the, you know, evil containment wave for the third time. And somehow... Mafuba. Frost says, gotcha. Gotcha, nigga. Gotcha, nigga. I got the bottle, nigga. Oh, my God. I got the bottle, nigga. <laughs> I got the bottle. You thought and you had the bottle? And Vegeta. And I thought... 
this would be so amazing if they carried this out a few episodes. I thought they were going to. I thought they would. I thought they were. Going it was kind of like that episode of Power Rangers. You can save Vegeta. You can save. You can, you can save, him, save him. Save him in the pocket. Have everybody fight and then bust him out like later. You like only save know? Vegeta. That have been lit. This is like lit. you remember when they had the Power Rangers and the Green Ranger showed up and they trapped the Red Ranger in that room. See, this is my fucking friend. This is my fucking friend. I was about to say the same shit. Yo, didn't they do that to the fucking Red Ranger? They could do it to Vegeta if they can do it to the Red Ranger. They could do it to the Red Ranger. They could do it to Vegeta. Master Roshi smartly, with his last ounce of energy, cracks the bottle. Vegeta comes out pissed. Like, nigga, no. That nigga trapped me in your honey bottle. Blast Vegeta out of his fucking mind. He blasts the shit over the ears and calls him like trash or yeah. some shit like that, and then just gets him off the side. And he goes for Frost, but Frost is like, "Nah, nigga, I'm out." He said a lot of PG thirteen curse words. Oh my god! But Revenge of F. This is the first interaction ever between Vegeta and Master Roshi. Yes. Where? Well, Ve- yes. Where Vegeta's pretty much like drop off. Yeah. You should drop off now because you're. It seems like you're going to die. Um. You should drop off now and get a sense of being. And that's the elimination of Master Roshi, where he essentially drops off himself. And he's in respect to Alpha Sensu Bean. And now Universe 7 is down to seven fighters. Um, how do you feel like the tournament has gone this far as watching this? Is it, as you're watching episode by episode? As I'm watching it episode by episode, I think that they had a lot of great, 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 great great fight scenes i think a lot of the um a lot of the hoopla battles mm-hmm. which is like like when you just said um i call those hoopla battles because it's like it's like wow. you know it don't look that great some funny shit is happening mm-hmm. but somebody gotta die somebody gotta get eliminated right <laughs> like, like that's how you feel it's like some funny shit happening but some, somebody gotta go regardless we have freeze and frost joined together and okay. just like mm, yes you didn't know that we had a plan together and everyone's speculating there was like is freeze trying to do this to get the super dragon balls what could he do with the super dragon balls and reese is like hmm, he could wish to be even stronger than a god and beers is like nigga if you ever don't ever play yourself and don't ever i will destroy you on the spot so frieza and frost decide hey we've let him know our plan and frieza fights go on um, Frieza apparently knocks out Gohan and Frost, they have this sort of exchange between Frost and Frieza and oh, okay. that, quickly, that's in a, we're up to. Okay. quickly in a moment we're at the, um, Frieza turns on Frost yeah. knocks him out he didn't see it coming the great betrayal he says <laughs> why would I ever team with a weakling like you and that's extra salt in his frigid wounds the, the great betrayal the great betrayal. <laughs> the great, that, was, that, that was the great betrayal. It's that was Frieza's pretty good. Cunning, Frieza's an asshole. That's all I had to say after this episode. Like Frieza's an asshole. He man. became a fan favorite really fast. He's a fan favorite. He became a fan he's favorite a really fast. He's kind of reminds me of like Hartman in like South Park. Okay. Just like not evil. He's all right. Frieza's yeah, all right, evil. Frieza's, evil, Frieza's fucking Frieza's evil. Fucking evil, man. He but could. it's like a lovable evil. Like it's like you. You kind of like you kind of dig the shit he did because of just like, oh man, this nigga is like the worst of the worst. I, I get it, but eh. he's like the worst of the worst. Like I like Frieza. He talks a lot of shit. I like Golden Frieza way better. Golden Frieza. I love Golden Frieza. Why do you love Golden Frieza? Golden Golden Frieza. It looks like he's about to do. Everything, nigga, but he does nothing. The transformation <laughs> to Golden Frieza is like one of my like favorite like weird shit. It's ever. a really, it's a really nice transformation. He like clicks bones. gold dust, my nigga. He's straight gold dust. Oh He's my just... god, Golden Frieza. <laughs> like... I like Golden Frieza. I like the fact 
they love Frieza so much, and I know this series loves. This series I know, loves yeah, Frieza. yeah, they do. That's they why they brought say him that. back like say four that. times. He's in like three movies. Like the niggas, his brother and his father showed up. Like it's a family affair with Frieza. I don't even know if they actually are canon or non-canon. Well, King Cold is. Yes. Well, for Cooler is um, is not is uh, to all intents and purposes not canon. Um, that really sucks. He had an entire transformation in three movies, two movies maybe. Um, and then they realize, hey, listen, this was a trick, and now we got most of Universe Six off, and Frost tries to get his revenge on Frieza, and then the Zeno niggas is like, wait a minute, and erase him, and says, if anyone else tries to interfere, you will be erased too. Jesus Christ! But now we've reached a climax. <laughs> We've reached a climax, which is this is one of the major marking moments of this episode. I don't take my headphones off. Please. Episode one hundred nine and one hundred ten have very strong cultural significance in two thousand seventeen because it's the episode of the Ultra Instinct. It's the first. What did you when you first heard of Ultra Instinct? What did you think of it? When I first heard of it, I was like, "Oh gosh, another, another, another form." It's but, not a sane form, isn't it? But and that's sometimes. But I hate that. I actually don't like that. Why not? I don't like the fact that these new forms are not including the Super Saiyan uh, energy. Mm-hmm. All these new forms actually beyond the Super Saiyan energy. Mm-hmm. So, like from the God when he's like lean and, and red and got the red energy to blue, right? All the way to now, yes. these are not dealing with anything super saiyan and i kind of don't like that because he's originally super saiyan i like it because it's just like it's kind of it's kind of just it's different it shows that the universe is bigger i understand like all we know from the universe is like there's that energy though he there has to be a way that you can he doesn't have to shut it off there has to be a way that he can apply that energy and the new energy together but it seems i agree well, actually, I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I want to see Super Saiyan Ultra Instinct. I do. I definitely do. Is it something like K.O. Ken? Which I'm trying to wonder, like, was Ultra Instinct like K.O. Ken, but, like, farther in that sort of transformation? But K.O. Ken would... K.O. Ken would be, would be used in any form. Right. So, But anybody can... any Supposedly anybody can... Goku's the only one who has used it. But supposedly anyone can use K.O. Ken. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you were trained by King Kai. Agreed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out. I remember watching it leak that Ultra Instinct was coming out. Um, I definitely watched the leak. I watched the leak and read the leak. Um, <laughs> watched the leak and read and the essentially leak. it's just like, what? This thing is great. It's just great eyes. This is it? That's how, that's how I thought. I was, I was like, I was, that's pretty uh, underwhelming. He's, he's still regular black hair, but yeah, gray like, eyes? Nigga? I was like, nigga, I was like, it ain't going to be yellow and not. Like, who's your thought? Like, what is it? Like, I wanted him to turn into the monkey again, like in, um... Oh, no. In GT? GT. <laughs> First of all, Goku decides, yo, it's time. I'm not fucking around anymore. I got to see what this Jiren guy is about. Mm-hmm. So he shows up to Jiren's um, doorstep and Jiren answers. Jiren's not like, he's not off in the corner. He's not like, again, where he's just like, um, yo, I'm not ignore. I'm, I'm going to ignore this. Like, it's, it's this is whatever. He's like, yo, bring it on. You're the strong, you're clearly the strongest in this universe. Um, you're one of the best fighters in it. I need to, uh, I, I, I'm going to fight you, but I know I'm already stronger. 
Goku fights him in suit. Goku fights him in regular form. Can land a blow for shit. I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> he goes to Super Saiyan. They explain it that like he's trying to test his power. I get it, but we know that. Right. But still, goes to Super Saiyan. Like, oh nigga. Then he goes to Super Saiyan Blue. He's just like, I'm just skipping the rest. Like, I don't need to go through. Yeah, he was like, nigga, fuck that shit. You gotta go. Should I try this shit? Um, Super Saiyan Blue. And he gets he, he gets a hit in, but he doesn't get anything monumental. Correct. And he, he's they find out that yo he's fighting actually with. Oh, he's like, why don't you fight with Ko Ken? Tom Swanee? He's like, this nigga is. He's just getting his ass whooped because Jiren is revealed to be stronger than a god of destruction. And so Goku, who's rivaling Beerus, but we don't actually know if he's stronger than him at this point. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about who's stronger than Beerus. I think nobody is, so I don't give a damn. Mm. I know Goku is, but I, <laughs> I'm going to say no one is, because he's just that nigga. Goku says, fuck this, spirit bomb time, ultimate move. Um, I didn't think we'd see the spirit bomb in this battle, just because it's just like it's not conducive to this kind of tournament, where it's just like everybody's in the ring at once. How can you find time to gather energy? But however, all these warriors' energies... You know, these gods' energies. They didn't apply to Yeah, I think that Vegeta is just like, nigga, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. He, he didn't give him his energy because he was like, mm, I need my crazy. energy. Yeah, I need my energy. <laughs> I need my energy. I, need, I, need I, need my I energy. was just trapped in a bottle. Like, relax. Um, Frieza gives up some energy. But Vegeta's always the last one to give energy anyway. <laughs> always. He'd be like, he, he'd be having a glove Dear. on. He'd be having a glove on. Dead, like. Oh, my God. All right. Energy. <laughs> so it takes off the entire he does job. that. Jiren's like, "Oh, this shit," and he like sort of bats it back, and Goku fights it back. Call that a full countdown. <laughs> full countdown. And count for some reason, I don't know. There's this big giant spirit bomb battle, and Jiren just realizes, like, "Nah, this is a wrap," and he explodes it in the explosion, and no one knows what happens to Goku. Full counter. No one knows. It's just this big crater in the middle of the thing. Goku can't be found. It's just energy. And everyone's just like, is Goku dead? He's not on the stage next to Krillin. Um, or what's going on? He's not eliminated. Is he dead? Um, so they assume the worst. They assume Goku's dead because Goku dies all the time. It's not a crazy assumption, actually. Um, <laughs> Correct. He he won a tournament. Dude. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> he won a tournament, dead. Nigga. He's, he's, <laughs> it's not a crazy assumption to assume he's dead. Maybe this nigga died. Who knows? <laughs> Goku being dead is nothing. Dude. Listen, death is nothing. I'm gonna make a telepathic thing for Bulma to Earth. Tell her gather the Dragon Balls and wish him back in the end of the tournament. Gather the Dragon Balls. Wish me back. Bring me some ice cream, please. Um. I don't. I, I want to play this, but also the audio is definitely gonna be in Japanese. But I think most people who listen to this podcast have watched it in Japanese. So I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm well. Gonna, you you pretty much get it. You know, San Goku, San. Let's like, hopefully this plays. Let me see. You get it. It's just gonna say EXO and Hi Daijobu. You waited for. The- so this is essentially like the entire world is shaking. Currently watching Dragon We are. And you're listening to the Japanese background. I hope they don't come for us to SoundCloud Devils. Um, Freeze is chilling. Freeze is like, ooh. Freeza knows because he's been he's got his ass whooped by Super Saiyan before. He's like, he knows that Saiyans reach this new potential every time. Um. 
He's here. Kurusu. I don't know. I felt like a kid watching this. Because it was new. I was felt new. like a kid. This is de- definitely this generation's like Super Saiyan. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if kids never... Kids didn't go through the thing where they're sitting in Tsunami and you had to watch it every day, 20 minutes a day. Goku versus Freeze is long as fuck. Goku versus Freeza went long as hell with Goku getting his ass whooped before he turned Super Saiyan. Um, I agree. <laughs> the power flowing. The hair. It's hinted that it is, I mean, it's kind of gray tones. I don't know, gray highlights, gray streaks, whatever. How do you feel about his movements? Goku's movements. Um, I felt like it was rising, uh, but his body was like obviously um, exhausted. Uh, the energy is rising, the element rising, but his body's exhausted, so that's why he moves like that. But however, his movement during fighting is—it's legit. It's the most cleanest, smoothest. How do you feel about the animation, bro? This is this is like it looks, Goku animation. It looks like it looks. He moves beautifully. Like he doesn't move like, "Hey, I'm trying to fight you like a savage." You know, episode like, one hundred eleven. I think, I think that was the point. The point of it was him to let right. go of him. One being... step kick. He was already there, nigga. He was already there. And the theme hits. He was already there, nigga. He was already there. Dispo. Topo. Yeah, looking? Oh, we was, need I to, told we, you he was already there. We need to get this nigga quick. And the theme comes. I and, think, and your heart starts as a kid. Your heart starts being a little bit best, faster. I think my my heart went berserk. When he faced him, yeah, I think just like, Yo, what is this? Yo, it's like, crazy. Like, what the, what the Yo, check me out, check out my swag. And Jaren's like, Damn, you hit me. It's like having on new Tim's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the actual fight, but um, it's very the moment itself was something that's highly anticipated and it was also like very cool. I, I like the moment because um they definitely showed like I was saying before, a lot of more fluid fluid moves, uh-huh. a lot of more fluid action within his fighting because his fighting was it was a different style, totally different style. Yeah. Totally totally different style from all his forms of fighting. And um it's interesting to see. So I definitely was hype, hype, hype about this. See, I mean, it, it was it was like seamless. It was it was like a stream. Everything flowed. It wasn't telephonic. I was like, "You go, boy." That's what we was looking for. I was like, "None of y'all fight. None of them fight like that, you know." No, none of them. None of them. There's they, nothing. None of them ever fight like that. There's no. Everything is so like kind of static, kind of telephonic. Yeah, hey, 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 but it's just this one was like, I'm not gonna think about anything. I'm just there's finesse to it, and there's also power behind it. Correct. And this is the first time, I mean, we've seen these fast punches shit. He's like, fuck them. Fuck them, fuck them, punch it, nigga. Fuck them, punch it, nigga. And they start moving. It. Yeah, they start OP when it's like they're not moving, but they're hitting. And I'm like, I don't like that. I, I don't like that either, but that shit, it looks it look silly. This shit is art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just can't tell yet. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> Can't tell just yet. <laughs> That's what but they're they're fighting, and this is the first this is the first moment of 
Jiren having something to oppose him. Agree. Um, yeah, but, wait, wait, don't, don't you punch someone before? This nigga's still punching. I love you too. I hate that damn clown. You don't like Belmod? No, nigga. Oh, and then the music comes. It's like, oh, shit. Time is running out. This is amazing artwork. If you're watching this episode, and I'm sorry we were watching the episode and while we were doing the episode. No, that was my part. Oh, go back. <laughs> <laughs> this part right but here. This, this is, is my... Just, n- nigga, nigga, that? Right? That's real, nigga. A, this is like every kid who's drawn Dragon Ball Z has like... This is like peak animation that you want to draw. Agreed. This is like the moment where it's just... It becomes more than just animation like this is just artistic in general all these moments you could freeze frame now and it's essentially like a photo that tells like a million things he manages to get the first hit on jiren does he get that knee in and the thing is is that it's it's shown that it's an incomplete version of ultra instinct and then he comes for the super fast lightning speed punch and this punch could certainly end it The, the panning of the thing, the thing, all this other shit. And Jiren stops it. And Goku's Ultra Instinct runs out. And he's unable to sustain it. And he has reached his limit. And Jiren says, out of here. This is a, even this I like. The way he shot back and the sort of the animation style on that, because it's not like the one where they're just flying through the rocks. It's kind of the stag photo that kind of ships around. Jiren is still the strongest, and he's even more strong as this moment is, and it still proves how strong he is, and that he's still unequal because now Goku has ran out of stamina, and. The final moments that we get from this episode is that Vegeta's talking to Goku and say what happens, and then Goku disappears. Yeah, he's like, yeah, nigga, what happened? And Goku, I just need a break, my nigga. Hold on, let me figure this shit and out. He disappears, <laughs> and then it's the shot of Frieza standing over Goku, and just like... He's like, mm, do you remember I this? I saw that shit. No, he's like, do you remember this moment? Because I do. I remember this. And I'm a member, it man. ends there. This has been episode three of The Lookout. The Lookout. If you would love to continue this conversation, where can they find you on Twitter, Flash? Oh, my God. On Twitter? Oh, jeez. Let's, uh, let's, 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 all right. On, on Twitter. Fan, the best people on Twitter are Dragon Ball Z fans. All right. I would say Twitch users, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch users are annoying. Uh, no, they're not. Twitch users are annoying. No, make me mod, bro. <laughs> they're not annoying. They're just, uh, they're just, uh, you know, they just got a lot of personality to them. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They're that funny. Um, but you can find me at d a d f c dot two. Oh, d a d f c two. Yes, on Twitter. On Twitter. If you love to join the conversation of this, you can hashtag lookout rnc. And you can discuss this with us. Because I really do love the first couple episodes of this. I love this thing of the tournament. I love the attention given to the characters, which I, the the other characters, the non-Goku characters. Mm -hmm. Even though at the end, you know, 
it's still Goku. Um, maybe Frieza. Um, <laughs> but it's a. Uh, it's it's really good. It's 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 really worth it if you want to explore different characters. You got these motivations. We've seen Master Roshi have his moments. We've seen Tien had like a, a fleeting moment. We've seen Piccolo and Gohan, and they this, all yeah. And it's like they give everybody a moment to show off. Everybody, I agree. Yeah, Android Seventeen. You would have never seen that. The, the 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 marriage union between Krillin and Android Eighteen. Besides just being Krillin, just being like, yeah, I fuck robots now. Like, oh my god! First of all, they made into a human. Stop. They didn't make her into a human. Yeah, they wished it. No, they wished the bomb out of her. He tried to wish to make her human, but they couldn't. Oh, they couldn't. So they just like, just take the bombs out of them. But apparently the she's a humanoid android thing. She's kind of a robot. Um, I thought they wished it away. No. Well, I guess you can. You can't <laughs> let, me shut, let me shut up. Listen, if Krillin won the Dragon Ball, Super, Super Dragon Balls, my G, can't you know that would have been the first thing rocking. <laughs> You'd have been like, yo, make her human. All parts. I'm not trying. I don't want to. I'm tired of Diesel or. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out if Diesel or like. Premium. <laughs> Premium, dude. Oh, my God. Yo, so this is the end of episode three. We'll be back next time with episode four where we explore um the sort of. Everything posts the first time of Ultra Instinct, and he turns Ultra Instinct again. And sort of, this that was so funny. Everything <laughs> leading up to the final battle, and trust me, there's a lot of characters where they have to knock off stage for us to get to the main event. Um, we'll be back with the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.